Hey, this is Sam for Dobbs. If you need tires, hop on our website, go to Dobbs.com. We'll save you time searching brands, sizes, and prices, and save you money because we sell tires at the lowest price in town, guaranteed. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Carrie's former Steelers teammate, Hall of Famer, the great guard, Alan Fanica. Good morning, sir. Great to have you with us on the air here in St. Louis. How you doing? Doing well. Good morning, guys. Hey, what's going on, Red? How, how, how are you doing this, this great Friday morning knowing that our Pittsburgh Steelers are ready to take on the Baltimore Ravens? Man, I'm doing good. I'm doing real good. I'm excited to watch the game and uh, for a weekend of football, that's for sure. Red, tell me a little bit about those, those matchups that, that we would have against the Ravens and, and the rivalry and, and what that meant uh, when we were going up against those guys. Man, it was prime time football, and the NFL knew it, man. We were we were a night game uh, both times for for many years there, man. They knew what they were getting, uh, putting us out there together. Um, you know the, you know the rivalry, the hatred, the the angst, the extra pushing, uh, the little con- extra contact at the end. It was there every play, all day long, and um, just great games, man. Love talking to some of those guys after the fact, you know, when we walk away and to. Uh, you know, the bitterness is still there between, but we were able to have conversations. Uh, it's pretty funny walking away from those conversations with those guys. Hey, Alan, Kerry talks every day, not every day, but pretty much every day about some of the, the hits that he laid out. He showed us the hit uh, on the opening kickoff of the, the AFC Championship game. Uh, that must have been a really fun part of it for you, too. As physical a football player as you were, you knew that you were going to be in for a physical battle all day long against those Ravens. Intensity started to pick up during the week of practice. You know, nothing needed to be said, but you know, everybody knew uh, it was uh, just how it went. And uh, you knew when you stepped out there on Sunday or Monday or Thursday night, whenever it was, um, that it was going to be a battle, and that uh, you were going to be dog tired at the end of it, and you were just going to have to find a way through it. It was it was like a playoff game. It didn't matter if it was week two or week ten. It, it was a playoff game that, that day. Hey, Alan, I, I try to tell people here, um, you know, the St. Louis Cardinals are, are the franchise that, that most fans here uh, enjoy and, 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 and love to, to talk about and watch. Can you tell these people about what it means to be a Steeler in Pittsburgh and, and how that feels uh, for the city of Pittsburgh? Man, it's uh, it, it's something special, man. It's a, a big little city. I know you remember that phrase. We heard it all the time <laughs> uh, from uh, the Rooney family and every and everybody around it. Man, everybody knew uh, knew everything about us. Uh, they were just dialed into everything Pittsburgh. It was a little bit like being in a in a college town. You know, everybody's dialed into the same thing. Uh, we just happened to be the University of Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, <laughs> they uh, they loved it and were passionate and are still passionate. It's why they travel and they take over stadiums and uh, you know they just uh, they travel and love the game. Man, they are just all in on Pittsburgh Steelers football. I, I would tell Randy on Sundays if we had a night game, it almost felt like the the streets were clear and everyone was either at home or they were out tailgating, preparing for for the games. It was really no traffic getting into the stadium until you got right to the stadium. But going in, it felt like everybody was was already at home getting prepared for it. It was, it was like a small town, right? Friday night lights were yeah, happening, and everybody yep. was at the stadium <laughs> on Friday nights. But you're in a big, you're in a big ass city, uh, and the same thing is happening. Pro Football Hall of Famer Alan Fanica with us on 101 ESPN. And Alan, I want you to compare and contrast Pittsburgh and their passion to Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and their passion for LSU. You know, it's it's so similar, and, and I've made that comparison a lot. Um, you know, when you come from college. Uh, 
Um, it's it's your buddies you lived in the dorm with. It's uh, the fan base that's been a fan for the last 40 years since they grew up. Uh, they're just so passionate about it, no matter what college you go to. Uh, you know, of course, I'm partial to LSU football uh, and the University of LSU. But, I mean, to go from there to Pittsburgh, I feel like it's, it's a great transition for me because it's not like that in every city. Um, you know, that some cities are, or there's more things happening, there's more things going on. There might not really be a, a football city, uh, per se. And to go from uh, Baton Rouge to Pittsburgh was a smooth transition for me. Now, Alan, I, I've never been to a game at Death Valley at night. I've, I hear nothing but spectacular things. Uh, better better game environment, Death Valley uh, on a Saturday night or Sunday night when they play Renegade. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the only thing about that, so I'll give you, Renegade is the same. But Renegade is only as long as the song is. Death Valley is that way for the whole game. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's, that's the only difference, man. Uh, you know, there's just so much more. The college, man, there's so much more passion involved, man. They, man, when I went to LSU, the, the RVs, they would close off a student parking lot so the RVs could start pulling in on Thursday night, man. The party started on Friday morning. People were gearing up for Saturday night on Friday morning. It was absolutely insane. I went there a few years ago, Alan, for Coach O's first game. They were playing Mizzou, so everybody knew that they were going to blow Mizzou out of the water. But especially because they had one of their guys in charge in Coach O, that atmosphere before and during that game was incredible. Man, uh, Coach O was uh, loved and revered, and uh, you know I wish it would have uh, ended differently or not ended at all. Um, but you know things are what they are. But uh, Coach O had so much love and passion from the from Louisiana as a whole because he put Louisiana first. He didn't put the University of uh, LSU uh, first. He didn't put LSU first. He put the state of Louisiana first, man. And that just resonated with everybody uh, in the state, and just uh, everybody adopted him as their coach, man. It, that was that was Coach O. Okay, so you're coaching high school football now, right? Yes. So is Kerry Davis, and I, I want you to give us your main influences as a coach. Who do you quote every day to your players when you're coaching? <laughs> coaching? Man, I can't do that to them kids. <laughs> coach uh, Cower had some sayings. I, I, I know he had some things to say often. Oh, man. Co- I told Coach I, when he found out I was coaching, he kept trying to get me to fly him in. He said, give me 48 hours, and I will install a defense that is unbeatable. Uh, I said, Coach, they're not ready. They're not ready for you. Um, Alan, one of the toughest things about coaching high school kids is, you know, I think for me, you want them to do the things that you did to get there to make it, and at times they don't have it in them to, to do it, or they don't understand it. What, have, what has been some of the toughest challenges for you coaching those kids? Sure, sure. You know, I, I, I put that on, like, expectations, right? Not, mm-hmm. not everybody is Kerry uh, Davis or Alan Fanica, and everybody's at a, a different point in their path, or they might be at the end of their path, you know? Um, and so you just got to take them where they are and, and coach them up at that point and, and, and push them to the, next, to the next step or the next level. And if they're ready to go there, then they're going to take that step. But you just got to really take it uh, with a grain of salt and know who to coach differently than others per se if that makes any sense you know some guys are ready for the knowledge and some guys are still working on what they got and there's so many guys in the high school level that are on different uh different parts of the path that you just got to find them and coach them up at that point 
Hey, Alan, I was honored to be at your Hall of Fame induction. We were there covering Isaac Bruce. And first of all, your speech was sensational. Congratulations on that. But that had to be such a cool weekend for you guys, all of you Steelers guys that were going in that weekend. It was, man. It was, uh, you know, a crazy, uh, crazy week uh, just to uh, be there and be a part of it. Uh, going into the club and to be there with uh, the Steeler game going on at the Hall of Fame game and all the fans that were there. Uh, it was just a really special weekend. And, um, you know, just to go through all the events, but uh, really the thing that I always look back on is just the, the chance to – the conversations that I had with guys and the, the thank yous and the pulling somebody aside and let them know what they meant to my journey on my journey, whether it was a high school coach or a college buddy or, or a guy I played with in the NFL, you know, conversations that, you know, may not have ever happened or may have may happened in, you know, 20, 30 years or may have not happened because it was, you know, I missed my opportunity. So I'm really super grateful for all of those conversations that I was able to have. And I don't know if you're aware of this, but Isaac had his speech on an iPad up on the podium, and Chris Berman took the iPad away. <laughs> so Isaac had to wing his speech. Obviously, you've rehearsed it and gone through it. But, man, can you imagine that sort of pressure, not having the speech in front of you so that you can read it? And he didn't want to have it on the uh, on the teleprompter either. Oh, my goodness. I did not hear that. I did <laughs> not hear that, man. There, there is a lot of pressure, man. I mean, I had the teleprompter going. I mean, I knew it by heart. You, you know, you're practicing it. You're going through it in your mind for months ahead. I mean, I knew it by heart. But just, the, uh, you know, in the moment, right? You know, uh, catching the wrong, catching the, the, the wife at the wrong time, uh, tearing up, or your mom or dad. And uh, I couldn't imagine. I always needed that to kind of recenter myself. Because, uh, man, I, I was up there giving my speech, and I, I knew where my section was, where all my family and friends and I'd be watching, making eye contact with someone, and they start getting teary at. I'm like, nope, you're not looking at you anymore. I'm going over here. Uh, so I needed that to keep me on on, on path. You were great. Hey, Red, 13-year career, uh, multiple Pro Bowls. Who would you say was one of your toughest teammates that you played with? Just a guy, hard-nosed, got it done every single day. A guy you knew you could depend on, whether it was next to you on the offensive line or, or a defensive player. Oh, uh, man, so many guys come to mind like that, man. Uh you know, uh, one guy that uh, doesn't get near as much love as, as he deserves, uh, Aaron Smith, uh, mm-hmm. defensive end there, man, just showed up every day and worked his, worked his tail off every single day, man. He gave you everything he got. Um, and, you know, I think that the other guy, there's so many guys, but if you're going to put me on the spot, I think Aaron and, and Hines, uh, Hines Ward, man, they just they gave it everything they had on, on every play of practice and the game and really set a standard and carried the standard of what, Steeler football was about for so long. And Alan, last thing for me, speaking of that standard, and it's not because Kerry is a former Steeler and a Super Bowl champ with the franchise, I still expect the Steelers to win every single game. Are you that way? <laughs> um, I don't know if I'm like that right now, but uh, you know, they are, uh, they're always in the hunt, man. You can't ever completely count them out, and you know, that's kind of part of the you know people think it's magic what goes on in pittsburgh you know when i when i left and, and went abroad or to the jets and the cardinals or when i would be at a pro bowl you know i'd have execs or general managers or coaches pull me aside and they just you know kind of wanted to know what was in the water in pittsburgh while we were always continually competitive and things going on and i had really no magical answer for them it was you know, no, nothing had ever made them happy but uh, for me it always came back to the guys in the locker room and the guys that they put in there, we were all kind of the same, right, Kerry? I mean, yeah. like, we all came from different parts of the world, 
uh, different life situations, but there was a common thread that we were all like brothers and we were all in it together. And when you play like that, to me, that's worth two or three wins a year. Um, you know, that makes an eight, eight win team and 11 win team, you know, that makes you a, a sub 500 team. And all of a sudden you're in the playoffs cause you're above 500. And that means a lot. And it's not everywhere in the NFL. You just can't take that for granted. I think I, I sort of figured out the formula. It was it started with Mr. Rooney, Dan Rooney, and just trickled its way down. He was a man that would let you come sit in his office. I'm an undrafted rookie. Kerry, come in and talk to me. What do you need? That's norm, That's not normal in other franchises. And the other thing, uh, Red, is when I got there my first day, every single man came and introduced themselves to me. And for a undrafted rookie, a guy that is just coming in, that meant a lot. So I think that's part of the, I guess, the special sauce that Pittsburgh has that a lot of other franchises don't have. That, that, is, that is so true, man. That is, that is so true. And, you know, I tell people that answer, you know, they kind of look at me sideways and think maybe <laughs> I wasn't trying to answer the question. And the only, the one thing I came up with is, and, and at the time, you know, Joey Porter was the, the mouth of the South and was always uh, <laughs> like unliked, completely unliked. And I think like, Joey Porter, I said, he's one of my best men. He's mm-hmm. one of my best dudes, man. And they would look at me like, no way, no way you're friends with Joey. And I was like, He's one of my boys. He's one of my best best friends, man. Like That's how it is. That's just what's going on in Pittsburgh. That's what's in the water. He was. Peasy was definitely going to tell you what he thought at any moment. <laughs> yep. Well, Ray, we appreciate you joining us, brother. Have a great day, and don't be too hard on those kids. Um, this is fun, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Alan. Alan Fanica, Pro Football Hall of Famer, former teammate, uh, always a teammate of Kerry Davis, joining us here on 101 ESPN. 95% of Uber Eats orders are on time, which is great. Because the only thing I care about more than football is spicy pepperoni pizza for kickoff. But on the off chance your order is late, Uber Eats will give you three months $0 delivery fee with a free Uber One membership. Now that's a spicy offer. On time claim based on latest arrival time shown after order is placed. Offer ends to 19-2023. Current Uber One members not eligible. Subscription will auto-renew at nine ninety nine each month starting three months from initial enrollment. See Uber.com slash Uber One for terms. Benefits available only for eligible stores. Order minimum supply. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. (laughs) Yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC.